listening to Around Comics. the sound of the room you know <laughs> we need like a stereophonic sound yeah so you can feel yeah it. exactly what the hell was stereophonic sound i don't even know it was all uh, bullshit it was bullshit tom it was it was a lie did you see uh shazam i did yeah what'd you think i liked it i did too i i that was something that we didn't mention the last episode when we were talking about yeah. spoilers, but I had no idea, you know, the, the sort of end of that movie, um, uh, you know, what was going to happen. And I was really pleasantly surprised by it. And I think I would have been upset if I would have found out. Cause you I found the, out. Yeah. The experience of like, you know, seeing it in the movie really was, it brought a lot of joy to me. You know what I mean? Like as a Shazam family, uh, fan and you know it was just like oh wow that was I didn't expect that at all I didn't I didn't like ah yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah but it wasn't like a like that's is that is that a spoiler you know what I mean like yeah yeah I mean I don't I I feel like everybody treats everything like like any piece of info right. any info, it's like a spoiler anything can be you a know? spoiler like anything. anything is a spoiler it's like a little much but well, yeah I, w- I saw um. I, ha- on, I think it was on Twitter today, there was a post from Marvel Studios about mm. uh, how awesome Avengers was, and it was like another, like a mini trailer they put out there, and it's like, hey, you know, it, it was so amazing, you should go see it. Uh, but then there was like a bunch of spoilers in the mini trailer that they put out today, <laughs> even though they're the ones saying don't spoil Oh, yeah, movie. I think I saw it. I think I saw yeah. it. <laughs> All right, I'm good. You're you're back. We already started with you, so if you want to count, what? you want me to count. Well, we were just talking yeah. while you were gone. You know, I had to get some water. Yeah, you, it's okay. That's uh, sometimes you need water. Water's good. I need to hydrate. I need to hydrate. It's good for you. We were talking about Shazam, but we can. You want to you want to do the intro again? Yeah, let's do All it. Right. In three, <sighs> two, and one. From Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where uh, twice a month we talk about everything <laughs> in and around the world of comics. Completely and comics arbitrary culture. times a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We're Gonna Spoil Some Shit Today. Oh, no. No, 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 we're not. Well, Tom might. Avengers, endgame, this is how it goes. (laughs) Everyone dies. (laughs) All right, for the next three hours, I'm going to give you a scene-by-scene description of the Avengers endgame. Here we go. Ready? You could do an Easter eggs breakdown of that whole three-hour movie where you explain literally every Someone is going to do that. Oh, it's already done. It's already, I mean, like, 
my kids on the drive home from the movie theater were on their phones looking up like Easter egg explanations for stuff. It's yeah. it's just I think what they do now. I, I think it's just what people do. Go I don't back know. and read the comics. Do your research, kids. I, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, as I was watching, and I, I talked about it last episode, as I was watching the Avengers Endgame, I really enjoyed it. And I was sort of watching going, this is better than any superhero comic I've ever read. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Really? Yeah. Like, I... It just... That's... That- that's high praise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like I'm, I'm probably enjoying this more than any comic book I've ever read in my life. <laughs> I don't know that I've, yeah. Really? Well, I'm telling you, man, like. That's high a, praise. After a lifetime like, of reading comics and, yeah. and the last 10 years of them putting these movies out, and I've seen every single one. I've seen yeah. almost all of them in the theaters. My kids were seven or no six and three when iron man the first iron man came out and we've watched them all together you yeah. know, in the last decade and then the way that they had they put it together the way that they made this film and you know without giving anything away sort of just the way that they ended it all the and not the ending of the movie but the ending of 10 years of filmmaking, this cast, these characters, the, the the story that is linked from one to the next to the next to the next to the next, it all culminated into this film just extremely well. I thought they did it just perfectly. And it was super entertaining. It was, it, it, and it was this really, like, um, I don't know, it was just like this really fulfilling erotic yes erotic it was <laughs> borderline borderline erotic <laughs> you were happy you were in it was yeah and, it was oh oh and here's the thing it's like sal and i love you i love you like a brother thanks man you are you are really really critical of things and that's one of the things i love about you is that you will call bullshit on things that aren't good and so for you to say that this was actually good gives me a lot of hope so you you really think it's good as as i'm getting ready to see it this week i uh i could have watched five hours of this movie okay okay i could have at no point was I bored. At no point was I like, uh, at no point, you know what I mean? Now, and, and I will say this as a caveat, I think in the last couple of years, two, three years, I have mellowed a little bit on my criticism. I have tried to just sort of enjoy things a little more and not <laughs> always be as critical about everything. It's um, hard. It is, it's it, hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. But but even so, I mean, uh, I really, it's, really enjoyed it. I, so, I, as a so, comic book so fan, it, I really, really enjoyed it. So it's really funny. You know, I feel about comic books like I do about food. So I was a, a, a server at several different restaurants, and we've got a, a friend of ours, Freaky Tiki, who is a – he is a, a top-shelf server at a, at a, at a high-end restaurant – and we've talked about this. Whenever you work in the service industry, you walk into a restaurant and point 
from the very beginning because you work in it and you're just you 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 notice everything and it makes going out to eat very difficult because you notice all the mistakes whenever we started reviewing comics and talking about the industry it, it almost was like setting aside the general enjoyment of of movies and comics and TV because you look at it with a critical eye. Have you guys been able to get past that and say, you know what, I'm not looking at this as a critic. I'm looking at this purely from a fan perspective. I, I does that does, and does that make sense? Yeah. To you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, um, I don't know if I look at it like I look at stuff as a critic necessarily, but I definitely look at everything from a storytelling perspective. Is it a good story? Yeah. I can't help but look at things from, is that a good story? I'm always analyzing things from that perspective. And it's, it, it does make it sometimes hard to just simply enjoy things. But one of the things I think I've, I, what I've kind of created for myself is I've, I've made m- I make a simple decision about things now. Um, whenever I'm watching something and I'm, I'm being told a story, all I care about anymore is do I care? Do I care <laughs> about That's these characters or not? That is a great parameter. That's it. That's the only thing <laughs> yeah. that I care about anymore. And um, if I care, then I like it. If I don't care about the characters, then it's not any good. Because I think that, to me, is all that matters in a story. Did the did the storyteller make me care? If they didn't, they failed. For whatever, and then I analyze stuff from that perspective. You know, if I'm writing a, a comic book review now, um, which I've been doing, uh, that's what I that I, I I read it and I go, did I care? If I did, why did I care? If I didn't, why didn't I care? And that's pretty much all I I look at it from. So. Going back to the Avengers, they spent ten years making me care. No, and, yeah, sure. You know what I mean. So it was, and and thirty years before that, I already cared about the characters. You know, and that that's a big long term commitment. But here's something that comics do that, and I notice it whenever I when I notice it, which is a, a silly way to put it, but. When a comic makes you care about a character or a situation like three pages in and then something happens that is is crucial to a story, I can look back on that and I'm like, holy shit, they made me care about a character three pages into a comic. How did they do that? Mm-hmm. And and that 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 happens. You know, I I, I read I read several comics this week. That, that have different, different setups and different, you know, exposition in, in how they, in how they make you care about characters. Some of them were kind of hand-fisted. Some of them were kind of traditional to those writers. And some of them were, you know, very natural and, and it, it, it felt like, they were doing things in a, in a, in a, in a very unforced way. And that's where I think that comics, 
I don't want to say that they're different from film, like where we talk like the Avengers or TV or, or series, which, you know, I want to talk about Doom Patrol later and how good it is. But, but comics, it, it gives, comics give you a really interesting, low cost way to, to jump into a story and figure out if you care about the characters. And I think that, Sal is one of the one of the more important things, one of the more important challenges that writers and artists have today is you have to hook someone early and you have to make them care about characters faster than 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 you may have in the past. I mean, do you feel that? We'll be back after a quick break. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. Well, I think, um, yeah, I think you definitely do. But I also think that in a lot of ways you have uh, advantages in some storytelling, uh, like TV. And I think that's why Mm -hmm. you see a lot of writers going to TV to tell stories where they have a bigger format. Um a longer format to, to, to tell their story and make you care. But yeah, I think, I mean, I think very good writers make you care about their characters and they don't, that doesn't mean that they're likable necessarily. It just makes you care about what's going to happen next. You mm-hmm. know, like that's, that's, they, they hook you by making you invested in what is going to happen to this character. Are they going to succeed? Are they going to fail? It doesn't mean you have to love them. It doesn't mean you have to like them necessarily. There's plenty of great stories about characters that are not likable. But in some way, a writer has to make you invested and make you give a shit about what's going to happen. And and I think in a lot of ways, especially in comics in the last few years, writers fall on this sort of – they fall prey to either the concept – being bigger than that or, or that's what they're worried about is the concept and that's going to sell the story or something about the character um, is important to them and therefore it should be important to you. Whether it's you know race or gender or whatever it is, a lot of times I think writers think that that's enough to make people care about the story and the character yeah. Is there's something about them. And sometimes it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Um, but I don't think you can always rely on that. There, there, you know what I mean? Like there has to be um, there has to be more to it. There has to be, you know, and, and, and that's the craft, I think, is is making people care about someone they've never met before. Making people instantly care about what's going to happen to someone that you created out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. It's I just think- made up. It's just, it's just, it's just, um, yeah. I, 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 my always says I ruin TV shows for her. So I get, uh, I, I am 
I am both extremely critical and extremely uncritical in that I'm just like uh, it doesn't take me long to like get bored by something or annoyed by something where I'm like, eh, I don't want to watch the rest of this because blah 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 blah. And then my wife's like, oh great, now you've ruined it. I ruined House <laughs> of Cards. I ruined House of Cards for her by like by being like, doesn't it make you feel weird that like, well, first of all, you know. Kevin Spacey, you know, knowing <laughs> now. I'm just yeah. like, like why, why are all these characters so dumb? Why are they doing all this dumb shit all the time? Like, uh, or like, you know, like, why is he always just like constantly talking like all the time? And she's like, great. Now that's all I can, you know, that's all I can uh, Thanks, think Tom. about when I watch it. It's like, why is he just talking? Like, this is just like this scenery chewing like exercise that like is built for like streaming where it's like don't think about anything just watch the next episode immediately you know so like if you pause you're like wait a second why is anybody doing any of these things in here and like i'm the same way with books where i just like put books down like it's a high hurdle for me a lot of times in fiction to like make me care about it because there's a part of me that's like it's just made up it's like, yeah, what should I care? <laughs> like, is somebody making stuff up? I don't care. Like, you have to, like, uh, it's like, uh, yeah, I definitely have to start caring very early or I'll just, like, drop it immediately. But then I don't think about it afterwards. I'm just like, yeah, I'll do something else. But I'm notorious for dropping books. Just, like, I'll read a chapter and I'll be like, ugh. Isn't, isn't that what the key, happened? though, is, is that... It's that key of making you care about a character, but not making it Obvious. seem like making it seem like oh, you have to care about this character. Right. I, you know, I, I, okay. He has I, children. He has a dog. <laughs> exactly. I read. Oh, so, okay. So I, I read. I read four. Care about him. I read four comics this this week, and they're all making you want to care about a character. Which is, to Sal's point, that's what they're trying to do. And they're completely different genres, completely different comics. And they all, every one of them wants you to, you know, to care about these core characters. Batman's uh, parents were murdered. <laughs> murdered! It was there! But it's funny because each one of them approaches it from a, from a different a different way, and one of them, you know, the first one is straight up exposition, and it's okay because everyone knows the characters, and that's fine, and it's not a really nuanced story, but it was it was really hamfisted, and that was, and and I didn't hate it, but it was okay. You it should was, have uh, hated it. Um, Star Trek Year Five. Did you yeah, guys? I hate up? that. I hate it already, and I haven't read it. <laughs> but it was. It was Year Five. Star date. Blah blah blah. Five. <laughs> it's about the. It's about the. It's Star about. Day. It's after. It's after Star Trek was canceled, and so it's like the Year Five of the Enterprise. Oh, and, okay, I got you. You know, so and it was okay. I enjoy it. I'm going to read more, but it was really super. But that almost makes sense. Cause that show was so ham fisted. Yeah. Like you can write exactly, a show based exactly. on. Yeah. I mean, if you don't care about captain Kirk yet, <laughs> fuck like, off. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know what season five is going to do for you. That's going to like alter your like perception of it. It's but, probably better. It's probably better for who the creators not to spend a ton of time trying to like no, guys. I'd like to introduce this new probably, character to you. It was probably better written than the original series. Um, but dare yeah, you. It was, how dare you <laughs> blasphemy? <laughs> A little heavy, little heavy in the exposition. Um, that's, well, to your that's point, okay. to, to the whole point of this, it, it, another example is like, you know, women in refrigerators. That sort of you know oh, controversial gosh. thing of like, you know, all the 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 female characters that were plot devices to make you give a shit about a, super, a male superhero it, character. It's like, yeah, sure. guess what? That's writers trying to make people care about these characters that are super powerful. And, you know, uh, invincible type of characters. Why do you think Lois Lane exists? I get, I get, I, it drives me nuts when people complain when something happens to Lois Lane these days. Like, you can't do that. It's like, the only fucking reason Lois Lane exists is to make Superman somewhat vulnerable. Because otherwise, nothing else does. Like, it's... That that's what I don't understand about these complaints about these characters. Like, no, she's just a fucking plot device. She's not. She's oh, the, and that, the that, book is called the, Superman. That, that, that is that is the complaint is make her more than a plot device. Well, then give her her own fucking book and and sell that. Oh, they have. Yeah, but it doesn't sell. Nobody fucking really wants to <laughs> well, read a Lois Lane that. book. You know, sales aside, it's you know, Silver Age Lois Lane is the best Lois Lane. Who's yes. just like. Const, almost constantly finding out that Superman is Clark Kent. Yeah, that's truly the that is truly the best Lois Lane because she's not like a damsel in distress. She's like almost an in, like an antagonist. Right, right. To the point of like of like this. Character. I will know who you are. Yeah, he's spending exactly. so much time hiding from her that he's not actually fighting crime. It's exactly it's great. It's great. She's the essentially the villain of the stories of her like of just constantly like I've built this army of robots so I can fool Lois Lois Lane into you know not realizing I'm Clark Kent, you know, like the uh the even though those stories are incredibly silly, like she is almost that is probably my favorite Lois Lane. Right. Like because those Superman stories just embrace just like Superman's not even like fighting crime like <laughs> half the time. Or if he does, it's he like the way it should be. He stops it in like the first, in three panels, <laughs> and it's like back to like holy shit, Lois Lane. You know, like she's mailing a letter to Superman. Yeah, you know, and it's like I have to sign for this package. Now how she's gonna analyze the hand, you know analyze the handwriting? So I have to get you know like that's most of the story, as opposed to like the actual crime fighting part of it, where he's like, ah, stop these bank robbers, and it's fine. It's Damn like, you, Lois Lane. She got me. She's analyzing my handwriting from when I sent the UPS back. But my point is, is sort of like, I understand people people's complaints about it, but then it, you still have the same problem. Okay, so we're gonna now we're gonna give Lois Lane, you know, agency, and we're gonna make her a, a fully fleshed out character. Yeah. Well, how do we make people care about her then? You know what I mean? So now you have two problems. I got to have Jimmy Olsen. Have, now, yeah. Jimmy so Olsen. now Jimmy Olsen or, you know, whatever. Jimmy Olsen no, is going to no. find out that she is Superwoman. Well, whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's like, 
but people think, oh, well, if we just give her more, you, you're going to care about her because she's Lois Lane or whatever character or whatever secondary character in a book. But that's not what the writer, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the writer's job. That's, well, not, I mean, that's not the story that people are trying to tell. They're trying to tell also, a Superman story. I mean, there's also part of it that's like the audience that buys comic books. Like, the people who buy Superman all the time just because it's got Superman in it. Like, yeah, they don't care about Lois Lane. Right. Like, you know, like you're trying to sell this character to these people who – these people. I didn't mean to say it like that. I've bought Superman <laughs> before. Right? But you know what I mean? <laughs> these people. You know, the person who buys Spider-Man no matter what happens in Spider-Man or the person who buys – Superman, no matter what happens in Superman, you know, like it's a tough road to to like make them be like, ah, Lois Lane is just as uh, vital to me as Superman is. You know, it's just like a difficult it's like the character wasn't built for that necessarily. And the the industry wasn't built for that. But now that's what people want. It's like, okay, well, how the fuck do we do it? You know, it just makes it that that much more difficult to actually try and tell stories. And I think what you end up with sometimes is, you know, here, here's a, here's a, a character. Um, I don't know, whatever it is. I don't want to like point to any specific examples because I don't want to like, you know, pretend to, to know what I'm talking about here. But, but if, you know, if you come out with now a character, say a, you know, female, whatever that you're trying to give, um, a full uh, rounded character to this book, a lot of times I think they they don't know what it takes to actually do that. They just think, oh, well, it's a female version of this, so people are going to care. But it's like, mm-hmm. no, you still have to do the work of making me care about this character. You have to actually give me a reason to care other than, you know, whatever, whatever it is. I mean, it's the same thing like why... Um, uh, I'm trying to think of something that would be in the other direction, like, um, like, well, a, I mean, like a Rob Liefeld character. Like he's made a billion characters, some of them work, and a bunch of them nobody gives a shit about because you can't just well, like, you know, s- the ones that actually worked are usually because some other writer got a hold of them and ga- and made them yeah. some, you know, like Deadpool. I mean, or like the idea. Mm-hmm. The, let's be honest. The reason why Spider-Man or Superman is a compelling character, you don't have to do any work. Somebody else already did that work. Sure. So it's like now when you write Batman, like sure, people write their own version of Batman. But like that character is so different in the sense that like their interest is built into them, right? Like there is like the – mythology behind them is why people care about them right so it's like when you try and when you try and take that mythology or like i want people to care about this character as much as they care about like spider-man or superman or batman it's like man that's going to be incredibly difficult to do because it's like 50 years of like that to be honest, I don't know. Can it happen? Who knows? I mean, is is there ever going to be a new comic book character that's in a printed comic book that has the cultural reach of any of those characters ever again? 
just like without being, you know, maybe if they become a TV show or maybe if they become a movie, they do, but they don't have they're never going to have that reach, right? right. They're never going to have that penetration. At best, what what are they going to sell? Right? Like hmm. tw- like 80,000 copies? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, at best, if, you know. If you're lucky, yeah. yeah. Like that's a triumph. But think about like what that means. Like think about like if spite if the first Spider-Man story, if only 80,000 people got it or if it was only 80,000 copies, like it doesn't have that penetration, right? Like right. Like, comics is trying to, like, the printed comic is dealing with the fact that it, it doesn't reach a wide enough audience for new characters to, like, latch on to anything, which is separate maybe from how good, uh, how well it's written. But, like, it's like it's it's like a chicken and the egg thing, right? It's like we only have X number of people who buy comic books. It's like, well, if you want a female character, make it female character X because X – that's already a property that people buy, you know, like, it's just like a weird, it's a weird trap to be in. Mm-hmm. You feel, you feel like, like the, the, the characters that are there have already been established. They're there. Right. And it's like, I don't yeah. know how to duplicate. I don't know if anybody knows how to duplicate that ever again. But you, know? you know, Tom, like, you bring up a really good point with that in that, you know, instead of, like you said, you don't necessarily have to make anyone care about Spider-Man anymore. So, or say Superman. You don't have to make people care about Superman, so you don't know, need Lois Lane to be, um, you know, a damsel in distress. Yeah, because it's you're like, either going to care about Superman or you're not. But well, is that but is that sort of short-sighted too? Because I don't know. I mean, it's like some people do a better job of it than others, right? But like I'm talking about, like think about what drives like the actual purchasing of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Quality of story, you know, one could argue, isn't always necessarily the no, driving sure, factor. Right? Sure, so certainly like, not, and, and very rarely is. Right. So, like, if you're saying, if, and I'm not, when I say you, I mean just people in general. When they're like, I wish this, this character drove as much interest as Spider-Man, right? And it's like, Spider-Man, like, someone could write Spider-Man and not do a good job of it, and it would still sell X number of copies because there's just X sure. number of people. Who buy Spider-Man, right? It's like, I don't know. There's like that weird, like reality of the comic book industry, as far as like selling actual comic books that they're in, right? Where it's like, I don't know how you make a new character have like a cultural presence of like significance to it. Like, would Spider? I was like, Spider-Man has it because he's been around for 50 years. So it's like, I don't know. Like, what do you do? It's it's just like a weird. Oh, it's, it's, it, it's you know it, it's interesting. We you know we've talked about it before. Is you know who what creators have made characters of cultural significance in the last twenty five years? And there's two names that come to mind. It's Rob Liefeld and Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola. Mignola. Hellboy and then Liefeld's characters. What but about the Walking that, Dead? Yeah. Oh, okay, say, Kirk, um, Kirkman. Yeah, Kirkman. Scott Pilgrim. Sure. <sighs> yeah, okay. Oh, prove yeah. me wrong again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, still, um, that's not a ton. That's not a ton. And, the, and <laughs> even know. all of those are like 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, has has, has there been any comic book character run, in the last... Run, you know, BKV, Runaways. But 
I mean, even the TV show, I don't think anybody watches. You know, it has its own TV show, and I don't know how. Uh, I watch it. It's on Hulu. Well, we're not talking yeah. about you, Chris. You're you. old hat. I mean, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, Runaways has to be in the conversation a little bit, um, but you know, it's it's not. It's I don't know. Is it what it was in the early '60s? Absolutely not. As far as like you know, creating new characters. That I mean, we're still standing on Kirby's shoulders, right? Yeah, I mean, well, uh, you know, so many people, but and I've said this before, it, they wouldn't have the cultural significance that they do uh, if it wasn't for fifty years of writers and artists and TV producers yeah. and movie makers and actors. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If if Jack Kirby owned all of his creations and and never, you know, sold them to Marvel, never got ripped off, nobody would probably ever fucking care about most of them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it's just the reality. Sure. It, sure. Yeah. So let's not, you know, forget. Uh, the, so much has gone into these characters having the relevance that they do and no i mean never before in the history of time have have the avengers and these characters been more popular than they are now you know i mean everyone fucking knows these characters everyone everywhere on the planet knows these characters now um well you know it's funny going back to you said you enjoyed the Avengers movie more than any comic book. Do you think any of that is that it's actually been a significant less time commitment? <laughs> Too much the movie. Like, right? <laughs> you think a movie, a movie, but a movie is less of a. Oh, that's like, definitely go, part of it because I don't. Yeah, I don't see it. And it's like, ah, okay, yeah, I, saw I can it. just yeah. sit well, down, bucket okay. of popcorn, and it's a it's a passive, uh, you know. Uh, experience i just sit no, there but, and, but, and it but washes over inter- here here's an interesting comparison how many marvel movies are there now 24 okay now we're we're creating canon right where i actually had someone ask me it's like okay my girlfriend hasn't seen any of the marvel movies we want to go see endgame yes what, you should what, go see what, go see it what 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 should we watch before we go? All of they, them. No. It, of they've them. created All canon. It's the same fucking problem the comics have. Where and, it's like, but they've done a way better job of it. I think. I think there's only twenty four. Yeah, but you it's, don't have to watch all those to enjoy. The only one you probably you should watch read, is the you last don't one. Have to read sixty years of comics to enjoy the Avengers. No, you don't. But. Most people aren't going to read those comics. Everybody will go see a movie. <laughs> Everyone will go see a movie. But can you imagine jumping into Endgame having not seen any of the Marvel movies? You'd think, be fucking lost. No, I think the only one you really wouldn't have to... I, honestly, I think the only one you would have to see is uh, is the last one, whichever Avengers, whatever the hell. That I think, I think you can enjoy them strictly but, as... Sci-fi action adventure films, you will enjoy them more if you've watched all the movies. But I think you can watch pretty much so, any of those movies and still enjoy them just as entertainment. 
without so having does, to know all the extra So does shit. the same thing ring true for comics? No, because, well, to a certain degree, good ones maybe, do. Maybe, good yes. Ones, good, maybe well, no. well-written yeah. ones, but unfortunately, there's a lot of poorly written ones out there that you have to fucking know yeah. so much stuff to, to get well, any it's, of it. So, yeah, so, yeah. Let's so, be honest, so, though. Again, different audience, yeah. right? Like, oh, you sure. make a movie, Absolutely. you have to make it, like... You have to be like a bunch of people don't know who this is. Right. We have to be con- we have to be conscious of that. It's almost the opposite in comics. You almost have to like if you don't acknowledge the past or don't weave that into it, people are like, "What is this? Like, where's my like?" It's just like a different mindset of like. Hey, what, what, was audience. Shooter wrong? Was Shooter wrong with the every comic should read like a number one? Um, not every comic, but I think if you're gonna do. I don't know, man. I don't have the answer to what fixed comics. Again, Sal, tell me. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm, right, I'm writing this down. <laughs> Take notes. All right. Forever. Ready? Everyone. Page one, Tom. This is what we have to do. Uh, no. But I lowest think... lane. <laughs> taller. I think, um, I you know, we were talking about Shazam uh, at the beginning of this episode. And that's was, a movie. It's like, it, it was great. I loved it. I thought it was. I thought okay. it was super fun, and I went into it a little skeptical. I wasn't crazy about uh, Zachary uh, Levi. What's his name? Zach, whoever the, the actor. Zachary Levy. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't crazy about him being cast as uh, Shazam, but um, I really enjoyed it. And that's a movie. Nobody fucking knows the history of that character who went and saw it. I would think most people yeah. that went and saw that. Uh, everyone had... who saw it with me did because I told them. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was like, "Hey guys, Before did you go, know that this this is Captain this is Captain Marvel? This is this the, is the real Captain, the real Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain you know what I? Yeah, I told wink, everyone wink. about me. <laughs> Even people. Did you know he's involved in lawsuit? Yeah, I told everyone. Just people in the coffee shop. You were. <laughs> Before the movie. Listen. Uh, uh, Zam, did you know there's a, talky, a talking tiger in the comic book? <laughs> well, here's the – but here, that brings up an interesting thing though is like people do want to know this stuff. And I think if you, know, if you go on YouTube and you search for comic book shows, people talking about comics like we do, they don't talk yeah. – most of the popular shows – are sort of like, you know how we used to do Comics 101, where we would go through the history oh, yeah, of the character? Sure. Sure. That's what most popular YouTube channels about comics are. They're very condensed histories of whatever character uh, that's coming out next. So, you know, or whatever storyline. Yeah, Captain Marvel, Thanos, the Infinity Gauntlet. Here's a breakdown. Here's a 10-minute or a 6-minute or a 3-minute breakdown. Sure. Everything you need to know before you go see the movie. As people want to know this stuff, but they that don't want to sense. read the comics. They, yeah, they're not going to sit down and read, you know, read the fucking comics. But well, they wouldn't know where to get them. Uh, yeah, yeah they wouldn't know where to start. And... You wouldn't know. I mean, there's so much you wouldn't have any idea uh, you better start digging through those long boxes if you want to find out who Thanos is. Pussy. Don't nobody's, be a pussy no, about it. Yeah, nobody's going to tell you shit about this character. <laughs> Except nobody knows anything. Yeah. All right. So to, to segue, 
Um, I finally subscribed to DC Universe. Nice. It's awesome. It's pretty good. for the, It's a pretty good value. It's a great value. It's like $80 for the year, or like, what, $7 a month? Mm. They have 20,000 comics. That makes no sense whatsoever. They can... 20,000 comics that you can download. Well, they're adding their entire digital library. That yeah. They just, everything going back to 1938, they're going to they're gonna put, it, it has to be, I think, a year old. They won't do anything, like, of the current year, but. That's fine. Yeah, from, like, 2018 to 1938, they're going to put everything on there that you can read. That's that, kind of insane. That's a lot of comics. Yeah. It's really good. It's um um. Are you caught up with Doom Patrol? I think I am an episode behind. Um. So, what's the cyborg episode this week? They had the um um Mister Negative episode was the last one. Maybe I'm two episodes behind. I might okay. be a couple behind. They're so good. Oh my god! It's such a great series. It's uh, it's great. It's incredibly weird, and like we talked about before, it's super authentic in a. It's very, it's way. very human. It's very human. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's they're they're misfits, and that's they embrace the misfit of of all of those characters. They're all outcasts, and they've tapped into that. And I absolutely love every episode. They're they're weird and powerful, but they don't even know their own inner strength. It is so so good. It's that that series is great. Titans Titans was really fun. Doom Patrol is fantastic. I can cannot speak highly enough of that series. Yeah, I, they're miserable too, which is what I kind of like. Is oh yeah, they're, they're not happy. In you know what I mean? There's like, lots of swearing. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot. Jeff, there's uh, a lot. Robot uh, Man drops a lot of f bombs. A lot of f bombs. There's a lot of. He's very, he's very frustrated. Yeah. Brendan Fraser is just yeah. Half his script is fuck. What the fuck? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. What the fuck. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's, I love it. I love. I, I'm. I'm actually mad at myself for not subscribing to to the entire package until like a month ago. I'm looking forward to the swamp thing. Uh, that's dropping at the end of May, I think. Right? I, I think. So. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard that there are issues that they 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 cap the the um, episode number and they're pulling back from it. But I don't know. It's got to be hard to film in a swamp. Pretty much. <laughs> I can imagine it's a production nightmare. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously. Can we, can we do this episode I, on the beach somewhere? Yeah, can't can we, we? Beach Why thing? Why do we have a, a bottle episode thing? of Swamp Thing where it's like in a warehouse? Do we have to just always be shooting in a swamp? For real, though. I, when I heard that news, I was like, I was like, I bet it fucking sucks to shoot in a swamp and everyone's pissed off about it. <laughs> I can't and say I thought, to do it. I thought about that at all. Like, I never really even... Like, someone's <laughs> like, fuck. Like, we gotta do this again? So... Like, just, like, think about how, like, it's the, it's just a logistical nightmare. 
I assume that there's some actual swamp footage. Where the fuck are swamps anymore? Where you got to go I, find swamps these days? They, I don't know. I would. I would I love know. to see. Florida. Them, would love to see them integrate the uh, the Constantine character from the Constantine series, who is now in DC um, Legends into Swamp Thing, but they're never going to do that. And I, But I do love that he is now a recurring regular character in uh, DC Legends. Yeah, well, DC Legends doesn't give a fuck about anything. They do not, do. and I love that. It's fantastic, <laughs> fantastic and they're do whatever. not giving fucks about anything. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, they gave yeah. up after one season of trying to like actually be like a like a real show, you know, where it's like, ooh, now they're just like, we're going to do a bunch of crazy shit. But they're it's like, comic, the they're like a comic yeah. book series. Yeah, they don't like, care. They don't care anymore. They don't it's care. Like, yeah. Well, that's what I hate to... about all the rest of the, the shows on the CW is they, they're so fucking serious all the time. And it's just like, yeah. no, just go and do wacky shit. And there are no well, rules. Legends go have fun with does it. does not fucking care. No. It's, and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, but I think... <laughs> They're ending that too, right? Like, I think this is—is is this the last season of? Oh, I'll be so sad. Yeah, I, shit out of it. Very good stuff. DC's doing pretty well, I think, with with coming around out of the uh, Scott, not Scott Snyder. What's his name? Zack Snyder. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shadows. Everything's not so fucking dark. I liked uh, Aquaman. Yeah. I liked Shazam. Was real fun. Um, yeah. You know, and then yeah, maybe maybe this the, the DC Universe Online stuff is great. So, not that it's a competition, folks. You can like all of it. You don't have to. You yeah, know. you must choose one though as your pride favorite. That's your pride. That's the one you go. You have to be all in on. Yes. One of the two. One of the two at all times. Because uh, I, did, I I did read a uh, a DC Universe comic book that I liked um, quite a bit this week though. Was it an old Plastic Superman? Plastic Man number 36. No, it was Batman Beyond number 31. Oh, well, I, I know as much about that as I do Plastic Man number 36. Exactly. <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Well, tell um, us about it, Chris. Um, Batman Beyond number 31. It was uh, written by Dan Jurgens, uh, Art by Rick Leonardi and Andy Parks. Andy and, Parks, uh, he's still yes, working. Yes, and and uh, colors by Chris Sotomayor. Um, yeah, it's a it's a good little Batman story. I, I enjoy it. Do you like the uh, the Batman Beyond? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, uh... No, I never have. No, I absolutely do not, sir. <laughs> yeah, um, did you not watch the animated series Batman Beyond? No, I did not. You should, I and do. if you have if you have a DC Unlimited package, you can watch the Batman Beyond. Um, it's up the Batman. Tree, it's Batman in the what the the 2020s, and it's um, uh, a new Batman. And Bruce Wayne is the the older gentleman who is uh, is is helping the new Batman. And um, yeah, so it's Batman Beyond, and this one is a new creative team, and it's great to see Andy Inken, uh, Rick Leonardi, and it's beautiful, and it's a fun story. You should go out and read it. I will not. No, sorry. <laughs> I, re- I cold motherfucker. No, I flat out refuse. 
I, uh, I will not be. I feel like I should like that character and that those stories a lot for whatever reason. I just haven't gotten into it. I I think I tried to watch the animated series at one time and. I don't know what it was about it. I didn't like it, but um, I like what? the idea. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I, Darwin I, Cook intro. Well, you have to, that's like having a Chris Somney cover, you know, like. And that this is a Chris Somney cover. I know that's why I said it, um, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna like the cover, the, the interior artist, as much as I like the cover artist. So it's basically if Robin became Batman in like 2020. So it's like into the Spider Verse, but Batman. Yeah, kind of. It, it is exactly into the Spider Verse, but it's Batman. Hmm, yeah, interesting. Yeah, you heard it here yeah. first. Into the Spider Verse was a ripoff. <laughs> no, no, hot t- takes. Ter- Terry, Terry, who is who is the new Batman? Is Terry. he's? Yeah, that's his name is Terry. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, he's not he's not as much of an asshole as Bruce. Whoa, uh, Bruce is just his, sir. Uh, his, his parents, parents died, murdered. His Are parents were him, murdered in front of him. Have you not a heart? Yeah, I can't I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I, I wish I could just get, you know what? Just get over it, Bruce. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Big deal. You don't have parents. Ooh. Neither do yeah, I. Well, my parents got shot. Yeah, whatever, dude. You're rich. Yeah, yeah, pearls. Whatever. Pearls. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Such a fucking baby. Christ, it's been like He's going to spend his, the rest decades. of his life punching people in the face because his parents yeah. were killed. Yeah. It's like, oh, Superman, oh, my home world got blown up. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm, Spider-Man, my <laughs> Uncle Ben got had a heart attack. He was your uncle. Right. You got I got I uncles think... I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. I think you guys need more empathy. <laughs> nah, I got too much. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. want to be a pussy. <laughs> so, I when I read a comic book, I just I'm just always criticizing how sensitive the characters seem. Your Uncle Ben died. I guess. Well, you didn't shoot him. Did you let the guy get away? Yeah, of course you did. Does that mean it's your fault? Like, eh, I don't know. Dude, would you were wrestling. Can, would it, you were re- trying it, to make some cash. Uncle Ben yeah. should have known better. There's no court that would convict you. So let's just <laughs> ease up on the oil. <laughs> the old morality train. Uh, come on. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, Give yourself it. a break, Pete. You know? Come yeah. on. Lighten yeah, up. Chill. Life's yeah. too short, dude. Enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good vibes, man. <laughs> just like Batman. Just get over it. Get over it. It's, you know. If I wrote Batman, that's what the story It would be like the one. It would be get, like, over it. It. <laughs> get over get it. Get over it. Part yeah, one by Tom like, Caters. And he'd be like, yeah, I'm over it now. It's fine. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I guess. It's, it's been a long I've been fighting crime for a while. I guess I'm just sort of done with it. Bored. <laughs> Next thing. That's why you like the Flash, because nobody died to make the Flash. Like he well, just got he just got struck yeah, by some his mom. Well, no. Well, that's Ed. That's, that's not. That's yeah. come on. I'm saying that's the origin of that. Yeah, he just got chemicals on him and he was fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll do. I guess I'll be a hero. Right. 
Yeah, no, great. no sad sap story. He's carrying around with him like luggage all yeah. the time. Oh, my God. oh, but you know how they ret- retcon that and put that that absolute guilt on him that his mother died. I know that, Chris. I'm just not acknowledging. Tom, you know they put that guilt on him. It's not canon. No, it's not canon. Not my canon. Oh, it's canon now, bitch. <laughs> not to me, it isn't. Have uh. Uh, completely off topic of, of nothing. Like, nah. Oh, thank God. Um, have you guys been watching uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Have you, do you know? Are you familiar I'm, with that I'm at all? I've not seen the TV show good? yet. Is it really good? Oh, have you seen the movie? No. Oh, God. Oh, the movie's great. The movie's phenomenal. And and the TV show's pretty, pretty good. It's so clever. It's just like... Um, I've only watched, I think there's five episodes out, and I think I've watched three. And it's just, it's a different cast, obviously, than what was in the movie, because you had, you know, uh, what's his name, the director of Thor Ragnarok, Tiki. Take, what, what, oh my god. That guy. Sorry, sir. I respect him greatly, because he's made a lot of good, cool stuff, but I cannot say his name out loud. Yeah, there's no, I got no chance at it. That guy, he made the movie, um, and he directed the first episode of the TV show. But the TV show is excellent. It's a, it's a different cast of vampires. It's, it's um, two, uh, uh, two male vampires and a female vampire, and it's, it's really good. It's, it's maybe not as good as the um as the movie as far as like just the impact the movie had sort of but it's so clever like all the little things they put in it just moment by moment the the clever lines the hilarious uh you know sort of way that they just commit to the bit like they never let go of it and every little thing in it is just and and the, the what I like about the cast they have now is like they have sort of the main guy is sort of like a Vlad the Impaler. He looks he looks the part, um, but he has kind of like a high pitched voice and he's a little femme. And then you have I don't know the actor's name. He's 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 been in a bunch of British stuff. He's kind of a is it? It's guy. Matt Berry. Yes, Matt Berry. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he's just kind of being Matt Berry as a vampire. You know, he does sort of that <laughs> yes, same yes, arrogant, nice. you know, idiot sort of character. But yes. it's really good. I, I couldn't stop laughing at it. I mean, it's, it's like I said, I'm just amazed at all this sort of little cleverness that they do with it. And it all is just like the idea of like, well, what would vampires really be like if they lived, you know, in New York or wherever in today, you know, day and age? And it's, it's, it's so good. It's such a brilliant, simple concept that they they pull so much. They mine so much out of it. I, yeah. I, I, it's I assume... I assume you've seen Garth Marenghi's Dark Dark Place, Dark Place, right? With Matt Berry. Have you uh, ever seen that? I don't know if I have. No. You should. It's what is it called? Really funny. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Okay. It's like a weird. It's Matt Berry is in that. It's like a weird, uh, like parody of a horror anthology show, where there's this author Garth Marenghi, but he's also like the star of the strange show. So like he's hosting a show and uh, Richard, uh, the guy who was in um, uh, IT, the IT crowd, Richard Iode. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah, he is also in it, and it's like this weird parody of like horror uh, anthologies. It's really hard to describe, no, but, but I think it's I know extremely what you mean. funny. It's like extremely funny. He's like it's like this character who's like this low rent Stephen King esque. Like he's written like nine hundred horror books, <laughs> and they're all just like weird concepts. And he like stars in this. It takes place like a haunted hospital. And, like, he, uh, you know, is, like, dealing with paranormal stuff all the time. But it's just, like, low-rent production, like, on purpose. Right. And it's just, it's great. It's just, and it also features Matt Berry just being Matt, Matt Berry. (laughs) Yeah. Just doing Matt Berry stuff. (laughs) Being an arrogant idiot. Yeah. It's, like, the. (laughs) That's what he does best. (laughs) Yes. It's what he does best. This is, plays sort of an arrogant moron. What is the show that he did where he's the actor um, he, he, oh God, what is it? It's the first time I ever saw him. I can't think of the name of the show where he's just like a a British actor, and he he has all the arrogance of like you know like a great British actor, but he's not a great British actor. He just kind of thinks he's a great British actor. Is it there? There's a one I'm looking at his Toast of London. Yeah, Toast of London. Yeah. Yeah, that's just. I mean, that is just Matt Berry being Matt Berry, just just <laughs> running around an arrogant idiot. He thinks he's, you know, this this brilliant sort of uh, classically trained British actor, and but you know he can't he you know he can't get a gig doing like TV you know commercials, and he's he's kind of a joke, and but he you know he just talks with that you know very regal kind of. Uh, mm thing that he does but yeah i mean that's what he and that's essentially who he is in in uh what we do in the shadows but uh but then add add the vampire part of it too but they 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 added they added a little wrinkle to this there's a fourth um vampire on the show and uh he's a but he's a psychic vampire and (laughs) you have to see it like you (laughs) it almost like it almost doesn't work but but they all like I said they all commit to it so it does work and it's just he's he's like uh, you you just have to see it I can't I can't do it justice I don't want to ruin it so okay <laughs> I've been meaning to see it yeah because I thoroughly enjoyed the movie it's just being like a really like great like uh, just take on sort of like horror tropes mm-hmm. and things like that. And like just the nature of vampires and werewolves and shit like that. Just like a truly very few movies make me laugh out loud. And that movie actually did make I, me laugh out loud. And what I really kind of appreciate about it is as much as they make fun of it, there's also obviously a love of it. You know what I mean? Like they love yes. the genre. Yeah. So they're they make fun of it, but they don't they don't do it a way where like they're shitting on it necessarily. Yeah, you know they're just kind of looking at it from a different angle, but and and it's hilarious. But but there's still you know I mean, and there's some scenes like in that movie that are like if you didn't know it was a comedy, there's some scenes that would be truly horrifying. You know what I mean? Like, or like spectacularly you know, avant-garde sort of, you know, vampire uh, cinematography. There's some, in, in in the film, even though it's, you know, they're making fun of the whole genre, there's just 
like there's some some moments in there was like oh shit that's that's really crazy looking or that's you know pretty impressive looking uh, vampire uh, yeah. stuff even though the whole time they're they're you know doing it for laughs like I just like who's the other uh, the guy from um, oh what's the what's the show the Flight of the Concords yeah, yeah. Kiwi Jermaine Clement yeah where you know he's sort of the um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> version and but like that when you first in, are introduced to him in the movie like they open his door to his room and he's like floating uh, you know in a river of blood with you know mm-hmm. three virgins you know flying around him and shit. it's like jesus that's horrifying if, you know but it's also funny it's just like really well done stuff but and and the the tv show so far i think the special effects are pretty good um but it, they're almost like you know they're they're gag, but they're also at the same time um, kind of horrific. Like they do stuff that's that's horrific, uh, even though it's done for laughs. It's yeah, I, I I've really enjoyed it. Put it on the watch list. Put, put it down, Chris. I'm gonna go awake? watch it right now. Yeah. I'm on there. It's, yes, it's starting vampires. Starting, starting tomorrow after Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. I gotta watch Game of Thrones. I gotta catch up on Doom Patrol. I gotta watch Veep. And uh, you're not caught up on Doom Patrol. I'm American really upset God. about this. It's been a tough month, dude. I have not had much time. Blah, blah, blah. It, well, sorry. It's just it's the truth. I you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's been um. I had to go see Avengers. We expect a level of commitment here, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you must commit fully. I know. I know. I'll do better. Forget your family. Forget your job. <laughs> I wish I could. My Did family. you read everything? Yeah. Did you read everything? Did you watch all the shows? I am I am eighty seven percent through everything, I think. No, you're not. Everything ever you published. Liar. You liar. No, I'm I'm pretty you're sure. You're a liar. You can't uh, you can't prove it that I'm lying. I have so many comics I want to talk about tonight. Go ahead. It's okay. No, no, no. Save them for no, later. No, we're done. All we're done. It. We're I'm done. sorry. I didn't yep. mean to derail the show with the, the vampire talk. But... Eh, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very we're all right. all right. Give me something else to talk about next month. There you all go. Right. All right. Are comics we done? Are, comics are okay. You know what I mean? They're fine. <laughs> They're fine. Yeah. Now, Take you really want to see some? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man. <laughs> you want to see some real shit. Follow Tom. You want to see something good? You got to get underground, baby. You got to get in the dirt. Yeah. You got to get your hands yeah, yeah, dirty. Exactly. You got to go deep, deep, deep. I'm not know. all the way. Have in. you heard of down tube? It's like down tube. Underground shit. Underground. Under. Under. Um. Okay. Okay. Let's wrap this up. With that, I'm going to um, ask you guys to suggest to people something to read before the next time we record. Something for them to read? Like a book yes. report? Yes, suggest this, something. Can I be honest? This seems, yeah. seems pointless. I, how, I could, though, how are we going to know they read it? Does it matter? I don't. It'll be something for us to fucking talk about next time, Tom. Oh wait, you mean suggest something for each other? Each other or other people? Yes. Tell me something to read. Why do we care what other people read? 
Tom, tell me something. They're probably. I man, dude, I can't just pull that out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, God damn it, God damn <laughs> like, you, Tom Case. Like, this is just like tell a, me something like a, to read. I don't know. I'm looking at my bookshelf. Have you read the book Game of Thrones? <laughs> I'm looking at it right here. God damn you, <laughs> Sal. Tell me something. To read. <laughs> I'm looking um, at Freedom yeah. Fighters. Have you, has anybody Freedom for the new series? A twelve issue miniseries that's coming out from DC. I think they're halfway through it. It's really good. It's it's right. yeah. It's it's uh, Robert Venditti. Freedom Fighters. Freedom Fighters. Do you want to want to? But it won't be done Tom. for Tom. Like another six months. Tom, yes. I want you to read elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> it's from Image Comics. It's from Jay Fairbear. Fuck that! I'm not reading that. I want you yeah. to read elsewhere. Fuck that. Let me see. I want everyone to read. I think you will enjoy it, Tom. Uh, Biography up. of Elliot Let's... Gould. I want everyone oh, I to that... read Elliot Gould's. I thought, I thought you were going to read, uh, say, L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. got fucking weird. I suggest you read. Uh, let me look at my bookshelf. The Have you heard of a little thing called book. The Hunger your Games? Book. <laughs> it's a little book called The Hunger Games. Ooh, is that a classic? Is that, that sounds I like don't know. It's on my shelf. I never read it. My wife We're living The Hunger Games now. Yeah. <laughs> How about if you guys read a little something called The Walking Dead? You know, before it was a TV show, it was a comic book. <laughs> good one. Yeah. That was a good comic. That's some good comics. I can't yeah. recommend things for people to read. I can't yeah. even recommend things for me to read. Yeah, it's just like just a lot of responsibility. Chris, you're trying to put too much structure on this, and I resent it. What should I'm just I asking read? for a goddamn recommendation, Tom. <laughs> what should I read, Chris? You gave Tom something to read. Yeah, what, 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 you didn't give okay, me something I, to read. I told, what am I going to read? Him, um, I want you to read volume one of Scarlet. No. Is that Brian Bendis? Yes. <sighs> and Alex Maleev. Yeah. Uh, female, female spy, female. and he doesn't. And I'm going to tell you, he doesn't do it nearly as well as Greg Rucka. <laughs> Great, I got that. Highly recommended. <laughs> Terrific. That Can't was my takeaway. It's like I was like, it was good. Rucka would have done it really, really better. <laughs> nice. That's nice. Oh, that's not nice at all, Chris. I think, I think <laughs> this but, segment... But, but true, but true. I think this segment is a disaster. I think yeah. we have to go back to not talking about anything. Recommending. <laughs> I think we should just recommend things for just people. What we should do is we should call out specific people that... Like you, people can email us, and then we can tell them to read something, and then they have to prove it. Oh, I did want to say something. There's a guy on Twitter, and I'm not going to say his name, uh, but he wrote us a nice little um, welcome back tweet kind of thing. It was a private message to the Around Comics uh, Twitter. Let's just say his name rhymes with Orak Obama. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, wait, wait. But he just want, he just wanted to tell us uh, he was super glad that we were back, 
and um, he was a little embarrassed to admit it, but that um, back in like, uh, I don't know, like 2006 or something, we helped him get through a particularly hard summer. Um, Aww, and, uh, awesome. and yeah, so it's kind of cool, right? Like to, to hear that kind of stuff. So I just I know wanted... that. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Neat. Stuff. I told him, um, quit being a pussy and uh, oh, we, we we're glad foul. that you fucking manned up finally. And no, I, <laughs> I did not say that. It's great. You're a horrible. It's great that we <laughs> It's bad people. Oh. Yeah. That's just who we are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I told him it was nice to hear that our silliness maybe did some good somewhere along the way. So that's cool. And it's not silly at all. Like, I mean, you know, we all have stuff that I think, <clears throat> if I can get serious for a minute, if I can. You know, oh, God. Go oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, let me just break it down here. <laughs> let, me just, uh, uh, let me get some more ale. <laughs> all right. Is that it? Are we done with this? No, get serious for a second. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, no, like, you know, I think we've all, you know, I had, uh, there's a, there's a, you know, particularly um, important episode of uh, TJ Hooker that uh, helped me get through puberty. (laughs) I remember that one, the Heather Locklier episode. No, I think everyone can relate to that sort of thing. Like, yeah. you know, th- when you just want to f- take your mind off of shit and something helps you do that and makes you laugh, uh, that's a good thing. So, you know, yeah, we can all we can all relate to that, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hey, it's, you know, th- th- this, this episode helped me get through tonight. You know, <laughs> it, it did. It's a silly, stupid hobby, and we all love it. And knowing that other people out there love it as much as we do is important. And that's, uh, I'll leave it at that. So, um, yeah, this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by no one. Brought to and, you by Avengers uh, uh, Endgame. Spoiler. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Brought to you by the ending of Avengers Endgame, which is as follows. <laughs> I cannot wait to go and see this next episode of Game of Thrones as soon as we uh, we get off here. I already uh, saw some spoilers for it, guys, but don't worry. Everyone fucking dies. I, that's not what I What? 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 Okay, so seriously. Thanos kills Our, Lady Brienne. No. Uh, what what's our what's our what's our Deadpool? Because we have not seen this episode yet. What's the Deadpool? Who is the first person who's going to die? Because there's going to be a lot of people that fucking die. Uh, I've uh, never watched an episode of the television show. All right, so Tom, you're out. I read the book. Sal. I'm going to say Lord Ratsley. From... <laughs> <laughs> he died three so, seasons Sal, ago. Tom. Who who dies first? Who's out? Who's out first? Uh, of the good guys, um... are they good? Uh, have you picked sides? Have we not decided What's... Night King might be a swell guy? No, I don't. He's a zombie. Zombies are never swell guys. He's a swell guy. No, he's not. I don't know where you're going with this, Chris, but I don't think. Who's going down? <clears throat> Who's the... Um, uh, I think uh, it's probably going to be someone inconsequential. Uh, initially, like um, one of the one Ve- of the, Vegas, the dude uh, with Vegas, the flaming sword, or the... no, Vegas, the, no, Vegas sides are on Grey Worm. 
Uh, no, not that. Are you making up these names? <laughs> it's going to be Lord <laughs> Flippity Zanga. <laughs> Gray Worm. Gold Talon. So, uh, and Brian is, well, she's fucking gone. I could Brienne's. click on this link that Comic Book Resources just posted. No! Game of no. Thrones, everyone who died at the Battle of Winterfell. <laughs> I could no, just click on that no, and tell you. No, let's see. Damn, hmm. Let's see who Stop. died. Let's just go through you the might list. En- you might oh. enjoy it more. Um, yeah, you might enjoy the episode even more. Well, Stop. you know people are going to die. No, 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 no. Stop. Die. God damn it. Okay. Next week. Or it's going to be that month. little uh, annoying uh, child queen uh, it's just made oh, up. She's awesome. It's made up. No, man. She's, she's going to die bad. Yeah, she's she's going to get it. It's not going to be good. Chris, right. it's made up. Tom? That's Tom. Someone just made it up. <laughs> All right. All right. Are Go we on. done? Yeah, yeah. goddamn train yeah. wreck? All right. Yeah. So um, we'll be back next month. Uh, in the meantime. In between time. We'll be everywhere in... And around comics. Yay! And probably other stuff, too. Not just, and, not just comics. Well, there's no, more, there's no more Avengers movies. Right. Comics are dead now. <laughs> comics are, comics dead. are over Stop. now. Stop! Last episode. Comics died with Stan Lee. He created the entire universe of comics. All comics. He wrote and drew them. He's gone. <laughs> comics are dead. <laughs> That's right, true believers. Excelsior. Comics are all over now. Just go home. Read a book. <laughs> I heard Game of Thrones is pretty <laughs> good. <God's sake. laughs> <laughs> Martin would have reformed the entire Marvel Universe. Just uh, try something else. Have you thought about drugs and pussy? <laughs> <laughs> A novel. Maybe something by Philip Roth. Something with some meat to it. Cocaine is terrific. (laughs) I once blew cocaine. (laughs) 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 With a straw. We needed to... We had to use a straw. (laughs) Did he put it up someone's ass? Yep.